Good evening and welcome to the planning board meeting for Wednesday, October 19th, 2012, Memorial Hall, 108 Washington Street. Can I get a motion to open the meeting? I make a motion to open the meeting. I'll second. And I'll third it. I'm gonna make a motion that we uh, allow Mr. Amrine to attend the meeting virtually. Can I get a second? I'll second. Jim? Aye. Kathy? Aye. And I'm an aye. Welcome to the meeting, Mr. Amrine. Thank you. Uh, we're going, the scheduled hearing today is to discuss 1177R Pleasant Street, a definitive sub, uh, subdivision plan for the construction of a three lot subdivision off Boardwall. Attorney Staby. Yes, that, that was an error, I apologize right. for that. Um, so I think we've addressed <coughs> all the comments. There was a couple of issues that I think would be appropriate to discuss as well. Um, I just wanted to make sure that we did get the HOA listed uh, through your office, I think yesterday. And secondly, the homeowner association document. I haven't seen the new, we have not seen the new one. Oh, you mailed it to Tom Hebel? I emailed it yesterday. I did get it, yes. most recent one I see is from, uh, is not from yesterday, but. Okay. Well, there was, it was sent out. Okay. You can follow up on that, but it was sent out as he requested. Okay. And the second thing was, it. it was a proof okay. of documentation of the Union Lane, and I forwarded the letter from uh, Caroline that said that we received that letter, you know, that, I mean, that name for the road for owner. So we did address those things. Sorry, I was reading this. <coughs> yes, yes. It it's the waivers attorney stadium. It's also a discussion of submittal of the alternative light fixture system as a condition of approval and also the macro question of whether conventional light should be used or the alternative so <clears throat> Well, I, I first want to defer to Mr. Houston to see if there's any other further concerns before we discuss um, the concerns of the board. I'm just curious to hear what everybody has <clears throat> thoughts. Well, I, I can go over what, uh, what the outstanding issues are, uh, except for nine and 52. These issues were also uh, provided to the uh, Conservation Commission in a separate memorandum. So the first uh, item unresolved is number nine, uh, whether the board will vote to allow omission of a conventional street light system 
and instead provide light fixtures at the end of driveways. I noticed that the homeowners association document does require the homeowners to keep those uh, lighted and uh, <clears throat> the applicant has agreed to a condition of approval that uh, involves submitting design information for the details of the alternative lighting system. For example, the fixture, making sure that it's an LED fixture, making sure that it incorporates dark skies compliance, so that type of thing. So that's uh, item number uh, nine. In item number 14, we were looking for some details regarding uh, both the rain garden and the main stormwater basin. Uh, that information about uh, elevations and inverts and all that has been uh, supplied and is adequate. Uh, <clears throat> item 15, there were some inconsistencies between the calculations and the elevations uh, shown on the drawings. They've all been adjusted such that the calculations uh, and the callouts and the drawings are uh, completely coordinated at this juncture. Uh, some technical drainage things, we asked for a CN value of 98 to be used for the rain gardens. That means because uh, they're very wet areas, they're considered as impervious, so that change has been made in the drainage calculations. Uh, the engineer provided a detail for the riprap at the bends in swale number two. That's the long swale leading down to the principal uh, uh, stormwater basin. Uh, the plans in 48 now show the uh, snow storage areas. And the final thing is number 52. Uh, PBI, the design engineer, questioned whether a street trees are required for a lane. My opinion is that they are. I don't believe that the applicant particularly has an objection to that. It's just the engineer cited a, a uh, provision in the rules and regs, and I'll paraphrase it, that says street trees shall be located in the planting strip. Well, in the lane, there is no planting strip. So he questioned, does it mean because there's no planting strip, there are no street trees? My interpretation of the rules and regs is that street trees are required. And for streets where a planting strip is provided, the regs just give direction as to where to put the trees in the planting strip as opposed to behind the sidewalk. So I don't think the fact that it, that it mentions the planting strip I don't think that leads to the conclusion if there is no planting trip, strip, there should be no street trees. So uh, my opinion is that they should be provided and they should comply with the list of street trees in the, uh, in the drawing. So that is the entirety of the outstanding issues. Uh, and except for those that require a decision of the board, I think they've been satisfactorily addressed. Thank you, Mr. Houston. Um, Kathy, did you have any comments? Yeah, so I, I'm not a, um, I just feel like there's so many waivers that we need to issue on this that it's almost like uh, too many for me. I mean, uh, right away is a problem. Um, 
um, you know, the Cape Cod berm isn't a deal breaker. Um, that the number three is, um, I think, a lot. Um, I'm not sure about number four, number five, um, number six, depending what you use for lighting, um, that one would be okay. Um, same thing with number seven. Um, so I don't know, I just think you have too many waivers, but that's where I am on it. I've spent a lot of time thinking about it. I'm not sure I can give it my yes vote. Jim, do you have any comments you'd like to make on it? I don't know. Um, Joe, do you have any? Oh, I'm just um, probably um, concerned about number three. Yes, the 100 feet to the 30.8, that's a lot. With the amount of waivers, I honestly feel like this is still not a subdivision. I feel like this is a driveway that we've, that we're trying to make a subdivision with the amount of waivers in reference to stormwater management, uh, in reference to lighting, giving waiver for the fact that we're not going to, it's we're, if we waive the actual length of the street, as well as the fact that it is a, uh, cul-de-sac, um, I, I don't feel comfortable with a lot of the waivers myself because of that. I really don't feel like this meets a, the subdivision. I think it's actually bending them to make a subdivision when there actually is just one lot. But that's just, that's my opinion. As, and uh, I don't know if anybody else has any thoughts on that. I think we gave, uh, if I could, you know, documentation consistent with town consultant's reasoning. He actually, to be honest with you, we took some of his thoughts and applied it to our rationale. For example, Logwell itself is a pre-existing non-conforming road that is a 40-foot layout. All we're really doing is continuing that for a short distance of time to provide the subdivision approval. I mean, the, the, reason, the number three that Mr. Amarant's concerned about, I thought that we had said the reason was because we were trying to avoid having water spill over into neighboring properties. I don't know if we can do something engineering-wise. Yeah. Tim, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, if I, if I could. Um, the reason for that is uh, because of a narrow section of the cap. Take the microphone. The purpose of that waiver um, is for, it's because of the narrow section of path. If you were to start at Wardwell and have a flat 2% slope going down, by the time you then turn to the, we have a 7% slope road uh, going, uh, following that existing grade, the entire road will be two or three feet above existing grade there, and then at the edges, we would need walls. So you'd have this road that was sort of propped up on, uh, on walls almost coming down, uh, and that's just giving the constraint <coughs> of the existing property lines. So um, well, that would be a bigger impact to the neighbors. Uh, it wouldn't feel uh, natural. It would feel very artificial, contrived road raising up. So that's the purpose of that. Um, the purpose, uh, for me, the interpretation of why you're asking for a 2% slope for 100 feet is for a number of cars coming up, have time to approach the end of the road uh, and maneuver, make their turns. Uh, we only have three households here, so we don't have a large number of houses. So for this three-lot subdivision, uh, I think it's an, uh, it's an appropriate waiver given the constraints, given the neighborhood, uh, given what we're working with. So hope that helps shed some light on that uh, specific one. 
that's there. On the lighting, if I could, respectfully, the rationale and the driving force really is to be actually a friendly neighbor to our neighbors. We were trying to reduce glare and reduce lighting that might <coughs> perhaps affect the neighbors in the back, okay? And also, to some degree, we mentioned it, there could be some wildlife, it's pretty live possible. We're only dealing with five acres, but there's a large amount of land there, and we were trying to be sensitive to the wildlife that may exist there as well. So that's really, we were being proactive on that. I mean, those were just trying to be, we were looking a way to be kind of creative and to be sensitive to the environment and to our neighbors. Um, Soil testing, well, that's already happened, so, I mean, that was, that was done. Um, and then the, uh, what else the other one had? Uh, Granite Bourbon, it's a pretty standard one. Well, that's, that's happened in the past. I mean, to me, I, I probably understand, you look at this list, if I'm sitting in your chair, I understand that. But I think the difference here could be the fact that, consistent throughout this whole process, the neighborhood is supportive of I think that should weigh heavy in its decision. If the neighborhood was having some problems with it or saying, look at this isn't good for our area, we've got people here tonight that are ready to speak again. And we've worked with the neighbors from the very beginning of this project. And we've worked with the town. I mean, we spent a lot of time and a lot of money <laughs> and a lot of investment in terms of getting to this point. Uh, so it's, it's a little bit hard to hear you say there's too many waivers, I understand that, but if you take each one up, there's a reason for each one. Like I said, the, Lighting one, we did it to be sensitive to the environment and to the neighbors in the back. Number three, I think our engineer explained it. I don't know if there's anything can be done to change that. You know, if that's a deal breaker. Tim, is that something we could somehow adjust or do or withdraw and plan to do it differently? Is that the problem? Um, I, we could take a little closer look. It just becomes a little sensitive with, um, I don't think we can get to 100 feet. Uh, strict compliance <coughs> with the waiver. Or we may be able to extend it beyond the, the 30 feet a little bit, but going 100 feet would just be, uh, you know, the entire road would be raised up three or four feet for that, that seep run down. If I could ask Mr. Houston, if they were to do that, would it change in reference to stormwater management and runoff, or would there be an issue? Well, the, the specifics of the location of the curb breaks, those swales, whatever, might have to be adjusted, but it wouldn't measurably uh, okay. change the, uh, the stormwater management system. Okay, because yeah. that's a concern, yeah. obviously, for the neighborhood. Yeah. My, my only reason that I'm, I'm concerned, too, is the fact that we try, this is an unusual situation where an HOA is actually running, and it's more of like a private way. And I, I appreciate that, and I owe you an apology. I did see Karen's email. Um, I admit, because it was Union Lane, I, did, I didn't realize it wasn't. Yes, exactly. It took me a moment to realize, oh yeah, that's you guys. Um, and I just wanted to reiterate the fact that because it's going to be private, that the signage has to say private too. I'm sorry. The signage has to say that it's a private way. Yes. That's okay. What it, it's, it, it has to no matter what because this is a, considered a private section. Absolutely, absolutely. We would actually, in consultation with my client, we would agree to planting of the trees as you requested, Mr. Houston. So we won't object to that. That's, we agree to that. <coughs>
We don't want to overdo it only because I know there may be some neighbors who don't want to have too many trees and they've been issuing some emails to us about trees falling down and plants and things like that. But we'll, we'll comply with this and you'll see some videos where we can see. Yeah, you don't want trees in drainage swales. So the, uh, <clears throat> on some subdivisions, uh, this board, or maybe other boards, I gotta make some, some boards, uh, have asked that trees be placed in an easement so homeowners can't cut them down. But, you know, that, that depends on your view. You may consider that overly intrusive if somebody wants to cut down a tree in their front yard. But if the board is concerned the other way that they may be removed, it could be handled by an easement. So, uh, you know, that's strictly the board's preference. Uh, the other thing I was gonna mention this 40 foot right away. <clears throat> Wardwell Road, uh, I don't recall if that's 40 foot, but somebody said it is. But um, the real constraint is that as in hundreds of instances throughout different towns, the d original developer of that area left a strip of land to provide for the extension of subdivision streets because that was the standard at the time the strip that was left to get into this property is 40 feet wide. So if you don't accept the 40 foot waiver between the two existing lots, then you'd be forcing the applicant to buy land from, or get land somehow uh, from the abutters. You could pop the right of way out to 50 feet when it goes beyond those two lots, but that's a very short relative distance. It doesn't seem to be helpful to pop it out. So that's, I think that was the real motivation behind the 40 foot is that the applicant doesn't own the land to make a 50 foot right away because the, the strip coming in off of Wardwell is only 40 feet, so. Well, we could do, <coughs> uh, we could make some changes on item three if you'd like, Madam Chair. That would Maybe be great. increase that to 50. Would that be something we could take a look at, Chair? To change that from 100 to 30 to 50? The, the engineer will look at it, but can't in head calculate whether yeah, that, it comes yeah, out to 50 feet or not. Certainly something to look at, we can strive for, but again, we won't. The bigger statement of, uh, I just don't think we could make it to 100 and make it work. Well, we have to waiver, but have the understanding what we'll do as best we can to increase it. So it's less than 100, but it'll be close. Go ahead, sir, if you wanted to speak. Circle. I'm a member of the board of the Irish Cultural Center. I'm, I'm surprised I haven't read the memo on, on the lighting issue, but in, in our initial meeting with the developers, they were very aware that some of the neighbors were very sensitive to too much lighting. Um, we had a little kerfuffle with one of the neighbors in regards to some lighting we had up there. There were some elderly residents at the end of the street. Um, they were aware of this and therefore you know, they, they made some adjustments. We believe this development to be very, very reasonable. Um, we think that the end of Wardwell Street could be developed in the future for the town of Canton. The town of Canton owns a significant amount of property down there, and, and we think it's in the best interest of all, and, and we just want to work with good people and want to make sure that good developers you know, come with good pro um, projects, and, and we support it. But the lighting issue is something that we pointed out to them that, that another gentleman who's not here today was very aware of. So everyone was sensitive to too much light. 
And um, in, in terms of drainage, you know, we, we, we probably, we, ha we own 46 acres and um, it, you know, whatever the drainage issue is, and again, I haven't read the memorandum, but it, it, whatever the drainage issue is, will be worked out by the engineers and there's, there's plenty of flow that, uh, down that way. So we, we think it's a good project and uh, we urge you to support it. Thank you. Dave, if I could just interject. Certainly. If, and I know people get worried about numbers of waivers, but if you take the three lighting waivers out, which again, we did in response to neighbor <coughs> concerns doing our own due diligence, you're down to six. And the one is, you know, a couple of them are pretty standard. So um, I think the people not that hurt. I mean, we work very hard on it, and the neighbors are fully supportive. Uh, we think it's a good project for town. These are modest, uh, modest homes, too. So if we added the condition that to try to do it to 50 feet, you'd be, would be okay with that or? On number three? Yes. Tim can make it work. We'll, we'll, we'll make it work. Okay. You know, <coughs> and, an ease, and an easement for the trees as well. And on the trees, that's what I just politely want to talk about. Again, I, I, we've walked that site several times with our good friend, Mr. Crowe. And if we already have an easement as it is to allow some of the work we're going to be doing there, um, if we're going to have to get another easement, we can do it. We can do it. I'm just not sure he would want trees that close to his fence. I'm just not sure. You know, you could put them in that lane, you're saying? Is that what you want us to do? Am I hearing you right? Or am I hearing I, you wrong? I don't know the gentleman's name you mentioned, so I don't know what you're talking about. But one of the, one of the two houses going in? Right. I mean, yeah. yeah I, I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't think we're talking about okay. planting trees next to the two existing houses, okay. I presume. I presume it's on the lots in the subdivision. What would the easy theory? <clears throat> Parallel to the right of way, say 10 or 20 feet wide to encompass the trees that are on the lots. The, uh, yeah. Yeah, wherever you're going to plant the trees, if you incur include them in an easement, that would mean that the property owner can't cut the tree down. It's protected. Now, again, that's a decision from the board. Is that good to preserve the trees? Yes. Is it, does it impair the property owner's rights to do what he wants with his, his or her front yard? Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. your viewpoint. I. I The three lots sort of around the cul-de-sac, not the two existing houses. And we do have a list of um, what trees are okay to plant. So <coughs> someone can get that to you. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Please. Yeah, because. Right. So the condition would be for the trees to be consistent with. With the town. Suggested by the town, right? Yeah. Yeah. The the trees in the rules breaks. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, do we want to take the um, the waivers first? Yeah, or do does anybody else do have any comments? Oh, go ahead, sir, please. Hi, I'm uh, Rich Trottle, 40 Wardwell Road. As you're heading down the access road, I'm on the right-hand side. And um, as for trees, I, I planted, I've been at my lot since 1981, and I planted a lot of trees. So 
I'm not going to cut them down because I put them there thinking that someday they're going to develop. So I have trees in my back a lot. I have three quarters of an acre all total, and a lot of that is, is tree planting. So the whole right side is trees that I've planted, Canadian hemlocks and what have you, plus the natural pines that were there. The hemlocks I like because they fill in the understory, the trees that, 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 that run the mill trees that are um, in our area that are, you know, tall and the branches break off on the bottom, but the uh, Canadian hemlock. So I'm a happy camper that there are only three homes back there, but still, I, so I think that if that there's plenty of trees on the right-hand side, although I'm not part of the homeowners group that, that, that for this new three-house development, um, you don't have to worry about me cutting down trees. Um, they tend to come down on their own. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> Having had one in my house, yeah. Um, the only place I could see where they could plant trees would be in the middle of the loop that the uh, cul-de-sac makes. That would be like the one spot that I, I could see. The rest of it, they, they're like hemmed in by that 40-foot I don't know what their plans are for that roof that's down there, but um, um, as for lighting, um, I had a dog for 13 years, and I used to walk it. And when I walked it, um, my by far my favorite place to walk the dog would, is in the woods. And when I had like come come home from work and it's dark, I was forced to walk the streets. Um, so, um, you know, if they happen to be dog walkers or dog owners, then... Um, yeah, they're gonna need something. Well, Road has no sidewalks. Right. And people are walking dogs all the time. Right. There, so it would be the same for this driveway slash road that people could walk dogs easily. Uh, they might. You're not gonna get any residual light from me. If, if I walk out of the room and leave the light on, when I come back, I yell at myself. I, I say, I said, I said, what are you made of? What am I made of money? So like, I, I make sure that all my lights are shut off, including the outdoor lights and etc. Um, so it would be more of the same if they didn't have lighting uh, going down the street, and that the, the, the homeowners had lights that when they, well. My lights only go on when I need them, but since it's a roadway, I can understand why they would need uh, to have the homeowners turn lights on in their driveways to, to help for navigation, et cetera. Um, of course, Wardwell has lighting, and that would compensate for, for, for that right away. Um, but um, I want to see this, this project sail. <laughs> I so much want to, I would love to have the dust settled and have it all done and uh, get back to, to regular. Um, um, Mr. Stady mentioned animals. I have, there's a, um, at the corner where my driveway enters the street, um, deer park there and, and uh, sit in a pile of snow, you know, they, they like, they make a little depression in the snow because there's food there. And mm. when it snows out, they, 
So, I mean, there is a, a wildlife situation there. It's easy for me to say because people who, who um, don't have fences, the deer come in and eat there. They, so, yep. But I have a general, I tell my doctors, so I really like <coughs> But um, that, so th th that might be an issue too. But um, I, I just want this to like give this the green light. Smooth <laughs> sailing. Thank you. I'm John Smith from 36 Wardwell, the other side from Rich. <coughs> from our perspective, there are only two issues, and you mentioned them both uh, lighting as little as possible, but keep it safe. Um, obviously, the, somebody's got to check the lighting going out onto Wardwell, because you're coming out, we're coming out of drives, they're coming out of a road, people have a different sense when they're driving on a road to when they're coming out of a driveway. Um, but the less lighting, the better, from my perspective. As far as the trees at the side, um, we have loads of trees. We, we have a lot less land than Rich, but we've probably have as many trees and they're all down the the what will be the road slash lane whatever it's called and those um, my view would be protect the good ones of them and they're not all good but protect the good ones and only plant trees where it looks as though I'm going to be able to see the headlights of the cars that our, our only main concern is people going round and coming in and out whereas at the moment like Rich we maybe see wildlife, we don't want to see headlights. But apart from that, um, yeah, we will go with it uh, that um, as long as it fits in, the great thing about living there is the environment. That's what we like about it and we don't want that to disappear. So anything that keeps it that way, we're okay with that. Thank you. Thank you. So just to your concern, sir, you want them to make sure they don't remove as many trees as possible, just the ones that are needed. Mr. Houston, you were going to speak? I'm sorry. Yeah, <clears throat> I was just going to mention there is a provision in the rules and regs, the way they're written. It says retain trees and planted trees. So if there happen to be good existing trees in proximity to the right of way, you can simply preserve them. You don't have to cut the tree down to plant a tree. So, yeah, so. Exactly. Oh, to, to the point we could make it an order of condition that they, they yeah. do that. that they have agreed to plant two trees per lot, but in the instance there is a valuable tree in good condition, it can count against the two trees that otherwise had to be planted. Okay. Well, Joe, do you have any comments on this? Not right now, thank you. Okay. Uh, do we want to move on to conditions and waivers, or do we have any more comments or questions about the plan? Or do we want to see any further improvements before we make a decision? We're, we're satisfied with You're satisfied, the Tom. Okay. plans with respect to compliance with the rules and regs. Okay. As long as we can make the conditions that, you know, 
Um, does anybody want to make a motion to? We're going to have to read each one and, and vote on each one. Um, we'll do the waivers individually. Do the waivers first, okay. yes. Make a okay. I make a motion that we dis discuss and open each waiver. Can I get a second? I'll second. Jim? Aye. Joe? Aye. Kathy? Aye. Aye. Kathy, you want to read the waivers? Should I? Read each one, please. So, um, you have to vote on each one. Right. What are we doing? We're voting on each waiver. Okay, so I'm going to do the first waiver. Yes, we have to do it individually. Okay, so, so um, my move that we vote to approve the waiver request to reduce the right of way from 50 feet to 40 feet. Um, were we going to add anything? It was gonna, that was the condition we were going to discuss that we're going to try and keep it at 50. We're going to they're going to try to get 50. Is that it? No. 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 Oh, I'm sorry. That's the next that was one. That's a different one. Sorry, yeah. that's number two. Sorry. Okay. Yes. Yes. Section eight. Do we have to just point of what I was like you said? Um, do we have the correct waivers? Because ones we have are from the 16th. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to, okay, so I'll list the waivers you provided to us. So those are the correct list from the 16th right. of September. Okay. okay. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Do you want me to do it again? Please. I want to make a motion that we accept item number one, section 8B.3 waiver to reduce the right of way from 50 to 40 feet. Second. Joe? Um, that is the for the driveway, correct? That yes. is for the road. Yep. That, that's fine. Aye. Jim? Aye. Kathy? Aye. And I'm a no. Okay, so that motion carries three to one. Um, section eight, I make a motion that we approve section eight, B.9, waiver request to substitute Cape Cod berm in place of granite curbing. Second. Kathy? No. Jim? Aye. Joe? No. And I'm a no. You're an I? I'm a no. You're a no, so yeah. that's, that's a no. Okay, now, section 8.3, item number three, section 8.3, um, a waiver request for 2% max reduced from we're going to do 50 feet. No, we're going to go 100 feet to 50 feet. That's kind of the that's, condition? Yes, that's the condition. Okay. I'll second it. Aye. Joe? Aye. I'm an aye. And I'm an aye. Number four, um, I make a motion that we approve section 8B5A Waiver request for maximum length of series of dead end streets, 1,000 feet. I'll second it. Jim? Aye. Joe? Aye. Kathy? Aye. And I'm a no. Section 8D1, waiver to the regulation sewer by gravity. I'll second it. Joe? I'm not sure what that motion means, but yes. 
You can abstain. You, yeah, if you don't understand it, it's fine. You can abstain. Oh, then I abstain, yeah. Okay. Tim? Aye. Kathy? No. And I'm a no. Um, I make a motion that we approve item number six, section 8E4, waiver from standard DPW lighting fixtures. I'll second that. Jim? Aye. Joe? Aye. Kathy? Aye. And I'm an aye. I make a motion that we approve section 8E5, item number seven, waiver from street lights on one side of street spaced 150 feet apart. I'll second that. Joe? Aye. Jim? Aye. Kathy? Aye. And I'm an aye. I make a motion that we approve item number eight, section eight, H5G, waiver from regulation requiring town witness on soil testing. I think it's already been done, so, but we'll vote on it anyway. I'll second it. Aye. <laughs> Joe? Uh, I'm an aye. I'm an aye. Um, I make a motion that we approve item number nine, section eight, H6A, Waiver of regulation requiring system elements. This is um, the applicant proposes to use curb brakes, which are not defined per se in the regulations. Curb brakes are a type of LID technique. The use of the curb brakes as a low impact design further promotes goals and objectives to utilize more LID methods in development. And I'll second it. Joe? Abstain. Jim? Aye. Kathy? Aye. And I'm an aye. <clears throat> Could we just take a quick look back? Mm -hmm. Maybe let's explain what that um, the sewer gravity issue was because that Mr. Amrine was confused on it. And uh, I think it's an important part of the program. So we don't have, there's no sewers in general. Tim, can you just explain that? You're the technical guy. I'm going to defer to you, but maybe that's Sure. Um, and, uh, Knowing there's just a vote, I'm off, I can also offer, I guess, a way um, uh, to make to change it after the fact. So the request in that section is uh, the section states that all I'm going to paraphrase um, all subdivisions to have a gravity sewer connection. Uh, it goes on to state that, however, if the board determines that a gravity sewer connection is not feasible, they may allow a force main system. Um, so uh, the request was to not have the way. The waiver request was not of a gravity sewer rather than so to have pump stations up. Uh, there's no outlet for sewer from that property um, downhill via gravity. Um, uh, unless, um, yeah, I, just, I don't think there's any, any connection available at all for gravity sewer. So despite the vote, I think if based on the zoning, if the board determines that gravity is not feasible, then we can, uh, then the proposed force main system is allowable um, without a waiver. So I guess I, I just wanted to clarify that. It's not really asking for relief or anything other than that we're downhill from the sewer in Wardwell. So, thank you. Yeah, Tom, could you kind of explain yeah. that? Maybe I'm just not understanding. We weren't sure we even needed a waiver on that one. I read, but that's we put it in. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> the, the roadway slopes continuously down yep. uh, to the end. Uh, <clears throat> gravity sewers means that the pipes 
also have to slope continuously down. But in this case, the slope of the road going down and the slope of the pipe going down would be crossing. So by the time you get up to Wardwell Road, the sewer would be some number, 10, 20, 30, 40 feet from the ground. So they can't go by gravity from where the houses are up to uh, Wardwell Road. So the options would be uh, <clears throat> to either uh, allow the system that they have, which is individual sewer pump stations on each of the three lots. You could require a municipal type of pump station where the three houses would flow into a common station and then that would be controlled by the municipality and pump it up toward Well Road. That is orders of magnitude more costly than the system okay. that they have. I don't want to quote a number, but it's not tens of thousands of dollars. It's a whole, a whole bunch to use a technique. Okay, so, so can we re... We can, and we if can, I may, the third time. option, and I don't know, they probably haven't explored it, but there is the option of going with on-site septic. Now, I don't know what the water levels are and all that type of thing, or what the, the soils aren't bad, but you know, I, I don't think they've looked into that. But, so either the pump system they have, a municipal pump system, or on-site septic. Okay, but these are significant changes to the design of the subdivision. I think we had another subdivision where that plan for individual houses having their own, we, we saw how expensive that was going to be. I think that was a subdivision on the Ponza Street at the bottom of Chapman. They had to do that because they were in wetlands. Um, so this system, <clears throat> I speak with the, I have one in my house. My house is served by one of these uh, E1 systems and uh, I've only lived there three years but it hasn't broken yet. It's a, it's a pretty reliable system. Okay. So it's, the only additional maintenance thing is it's pumping into small diameter lines in the street. So one of them could plug up and you know, you'd have to go in and dig it up and replace it, but you know, requires surface restorations. Not a perfect system, but I think reasonably reliable. Okay. Does that answer your question, Joe? Uh, yes, thank you. So do I make a motion? Which waiver was that, Kathy? I'm sorry, I don't know. If yeah, go ahead. Head. You make the motion. I'll make a, a motion to revisit yeah. that waiver. I'll, uh, I'll second. So will we take a vote on that? So Jim? Aye. Joe? Aye. Kathy? Aye. And I'm an aye. Thank you for the explanation. That makes sense. Okay. On to, uh, so I'm going to take... Oh, We'll take a vote that we've accepted the waivers as we've um, voted for them. So, um, anybody want a second? I'll second. Jim? Aye. Joe? Aye. Kathy? Aye. I'm an aye. We'll move on to the conditions. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, the condi first condition I'm going to make and, and, um, is that we have the current HOA that we received reviewed by town council and approved for its wording. Can I get a second? Second. Kathy? Aye. Joe? Aye. Jim? Aye. And I'm an aye. I think there may be a need for a bit of engineering input there too. I don't okay. Think it gives, engineering. It does not adequately address, I think, the, uh, uh, the just mentioned individual uh, 
force maintenance and maintenance requirements and restoration of surface by each homeowner and that type of thing. And it does mention access to the um, stormwater facilities, but we may want to refine that language a bit there. So we'll make the second motion will be, it has to be, uh, condition will be engineering has to review the plans as well. Can I get a second? I'll second. Jim? Aye. Joe? Aye. Kathy? Aye. The third condition that trees will be planted parallel to the right of way on the properties uh, and valuable trees that are there will be kept. Can I get a second? I'll second. Jim? Aye. Joe? Aye. Kathy? Aye. And I'm an aye. And the other condition I believe was um, discussed in reference to the 50 foot right of way, that if that's possible, we'd like to see that as well. Was it, was, it I'm, I want the proper wording, Mr. The 50 foot leveling area. Endeavoring to extend the leveling area approaching Woodwell Road to 50 feet. So the 50-foot uh, approach to endeavoring in the, into the road into, from yeah. Union Lane into Wardwell. The, okay. the last 50 feet of Wardwell, excuse me, of uh, now called Union Lane as it approaches Wardwell Road should be sloped at 2% or less, uh, subject to evaluation of engineering fe feasibility of that. So the last 50 feet should endeavor to slope at 2% from Union Lane into Wardwell as an order of condition. Can I get a second? Second. second. Jim? Aye. Joe? Aye. Kathy? Aye. And I'm an aye. Did I miss anything? Yes. Uh, okay. Sign it. Sign it. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Thank you. Of course, it's the top of my list, and I didn't even read it. <laughs> condition number five. The condition is that the, the, uh, the sign on Union Lane be indicated as a private way. Can I get a second? I'll second. Jim? Aye. Kathy? Aye. Joe? Aye. And I'm an aye. Uh, Madam Chair, I think yes. it was also a, uh, a uh, condition of approval suggested to uh, require a submittal of a detailed Oh, that's right. Number 52. The, I uh, apologize. Yes. Private lighting system. So we still need, we need. Yeah, they just need to right. pick out the fixtures and how it's going to be wired, how it's metered, that type of thing. So. so we need the calculations and information on the lighting itself that's going to be placed at, at uh, the subdivision. So I make a motion that the order of condition that we have that information in reference to the specifications of the lighting at the location. I'll second. Jim? Aye. Kathy? Aye. Joe? Aye. And I'm an aye. We want to make a motion to send a positive recommendation to the zoning board? Yes. I'll make a motion that we send a positive. You don't have to do that now? This is a, a Just site approval. Thank subdivision you. plan. No, Thank no, you. No recommendations. Okay. Oh, really? Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Houston. I was going to do something we don't have to do. We have to vote approval. Okay. Of course, right. but I was, I was usurping it going right to zoning boards. <laughs> 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 I, 
I don't know why I'm zoning board on the brain tonight. So I'll make a motion that we accept the site plan with the waivers and conditions listed. Can I get a second? Second. Jim? Aye. Yes, Mr. The, Houston. The, the board is voting to approve the definitive subdivision plan of land as submitted with the uh, waivers and with the conditions of approval. Approval of the definitive subdivision plan. Approval of the definitive subdivision plan with the waivers and conditions listed. Can I get a second? Second. Jim. Aye. Kathy. Aye. Joe. Aye. And I'm an aye. Thank you, and I will work with Karen this week to make sure we have that letter for you. She was not in until Monday, but we'll make sure that's done. Thank you. I appreciate. Yes. We have revised plan to submit, and the other things are already done. Great, and I'll forward that along and ask uh, town council to take a look at it as an engineering. Excellent. And the, okay. the plan should show the new curbing. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you, Mr. Houston, because some things I'm still a little green on. Were you only one? I think so, yes. Yeah, you are. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you again. Thank you. I've been here so long. I wrote the original subdivision regulations and I wrote the regs that replaced them. So. <laughs> That's a long time. Mixture. Yes, you were on with George, so I understand. I was, had that pleasure, yes. Thank you. On to item number two, I just wanted to briefly discuss the fact that on November 22nd uh, at the Kent Public Library at 6.30 p.m., we're going to have a discussion with MAPC um, in reference to zoning in the downtown area. And... Uh, I'm just gonna reiterate it again until it actually happens so that the town, anybody watching knows that it's something that will be at the library and we'll want input. It's in reference to discussing zoning actually in the downtown area with housing and business and how we can possibly do better downtown, make it easier for housing or businesses. Um, input's appreciated and I just wanted to put that out there. We don't have the minutes at this time. We will at the next meeting. Our next meeting will be November 2nd. It will be a Zoom meeting. I will be sending out an email to everybody with the Zoom link. Is there anything else anybody wanted to discuss? Nope. Kathy? No. Nope. No. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll make a motion that we adjourn at 7:24 p.m. on the 19th. Can I get a second? Second. Second. <laughs> Joe. Aye. Kathy. Aye. Jim. Aye. And I'm an aye. Thank you for watching and stay safe, everyone.